Welcome to another episode of Power Word Crit. I am Ander, and I will be your keeper this evening because we are playing Monster of the Week. With us today are some wonderful players that you know and love. I am Kayla, and I am playing Avery O'Grady. I'm Corin, and I'm playing Hannah Mae Sullivan. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Val, the science gal. I'm David, and I'm playing Martin Gross. You are here investigating the monster lurking in Lake Lascogee. Your leads have led you now to the bait and switch. You found and destroyed a symbol of the lurker and had an encounter with Ian, the owner of the bait and switch, who showed his true spooky colors as the creature possessed him. Hannah used her powers to banish the lurker. Val and Hannah found some documents and suspicious black goop in a bucket, while Avery and Martin dragged the unconscious Ian inside. That is where we are now. Avery? Yes. You were intending on searching the desk there in the bait and switch. It was calling to me. It was calling so hard. There's so many papers over there. Mm, many things for you to discover, but unfortunately there's something in your way. All across the floor here, tangled and spiderwebbed, are these green seaweed-like tentacles that you have seen snaked up out of the lake, and they are in fact coming out of the floor. Hold there. And so getting across the floor to the desk is a dangerous task. Mm-hmm. And I have been told by Martin, do not t touch them. And since you asked him for advice in one of his moves, he is often right, you get plus one when acting on his advice to don't touch them. I might need it. <laughs> I will probably need it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to have you act under pressure. Shoot. So this is roll plus cool. Shoot. No, no. That's a minus one. Are you saying <sighs> that you're not cool? Avery has never been accused of being so cool. don't roll a seven. Well, that's a seven. Oh. <laughs> Is that including your plus one? Yes. Mm, so that was, that was at, a, at a fail, and Martin just pushed you over that edge. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I didn't have a minus one to my cool, Martin would have pushed me over that edge. But as it is, it's a seven. Oh, wait. So it actually a total of It was seven? actually a total of seven. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. I was just I saying don't roll a seven on your dice is what I meant. Mm -hmm. So, yay. <laughs> Partial success. Yay. <laughs> but also something bad's going to happen. Because Martin's advice has been so helpful. And frankly, whether or not it was helpful or not. I attempted to follow it. experience. Yes. Go ahead and mark that. David's one goal to this game gaining experience. It might as well be someone's goal, because apparently it, it is not mine. It is my goal, mine. yes. Martin has other goals. Maybe. Not really. <laughs> That's fine. So, Avery, you carefully make your way across. You have to climb up just a little bit onto one of the shelving, and you get to a really tough spot. Mm-hmm. You think you can make it. Okay. You jump to get there, but as you land, you find yourself unsteady for a moment. No! No, 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 no! And... You can either arrive safely there, but something is going to fall out of your pockets into the mass of tentacle seaweed, or you're going to drop your hand into the tentacle seaweed. Okay, I am going to continue with Martin's suggestion of do not touch the vines. I will let something fall from my pocket, although I'm very scared I'm going to implicate myself into a crime by doing so. Only if they can get past the vines. The vines are going to magically disappear at some point, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Or everyone's dead, either way. So Avery, what do you have in your coat pocket? My press badge, probably. I have red string, pen's pencil, uh, watchman's flashlight. I have a 9 mil. Let's go ahead and say your press badge. I like that. Okay. It, it slips out of your jacket pocket, falls onto the seaweed tentacles, mm -hmm. but you catch your landing on the desk. Okay. 
<laughs> As the badge lands on the tentacle mass, it rises around it, grasping it, and sucks down the hole. I am really glad I didn't touch that. Who knows what that would have done to me. Oh, my word. Okay. Probably would have gotten grabbed and pulled down the hole. Probably. Okay. We're... Yeah, that sounds bad. Well, I guess I'll need another press badge somehow at some point. Hopefully that doesn't come up to bite me again. What's on the desk? There is, in addition to various business documents piled up and stacked and things, but there is a laptop and there is a drawer that seems to be open. Just a crack. And there seems to be a dim glow in the drawer. Ooh, we're checking out the drawer first. It's heavier than you expect. You pull it and it sloshes. Ew, what? Because inside, it is full of water. What? And you can see it is dark, but it is emanating a glow. And you can see movement within it. Oh, Oh dear. As eel-like creatures move in and out. Martin. Yes? Shoot it, shoot it, it, kill it, kill it. Martin kind of looks up. Uh, Can you see this as I pull a drawer open wider? So there is some green light emanating, but it is a dark green. Think like forest green. So Martin is going to look over and say, no. I'm going to grab a pencil from the desk carefully and poke it into the drawer. There is a snapping of mouth and teeth. Just for a moment, a head that looks like an eel, but has too many eyes. Ew. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Martin looks like he has pet eels, but they have way too many eyes. How many eyes are eels supposed to have? Two. So how many do they have? Seven or eight. Something like seven or eight? I think it was a little hard to tell. Hmm. Martin nods. Hmm. Avery is whispering. I don't know what Martin's doing. Not whispering, probably. But he's probably not shouting either. No. His voice is also toned very low, generally. Mm-hmm. Avery, one last thing that you see within the drawer. Mm-hmm. Is, seems to be the origin of the glowing. There is an object in the center of this tank, if you will. Okay. Looks to be metal, and it looks like it's wire or something like that that has been twisted into a shape. Can I hook it out using a pencil or two? The pencil might not be long enough to be able to get it down. You, you could do it, but it would be trickier with that kind of object. Okay, is there like a hook nearby I can use? Yeah. I'd like to try using that. I'm going to have you roll act under pressure again. No! Six. Oh. I rolled a seven again, but I didn't have Martin helping. So what's the difference between plus one ongoing and plus one hold? Because I give plus one ongoing while following my advice. It's ongoing versus forward. Forward is a single action, whereas ongoing is for multiple things. I don't think that you would get my help anyways, because this is not the vines. Right. Right. Right, and that's what I was saying, is I don't get it. All right. So I found a line with a fishing hook on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I started, like, bouncing it into the water, trying to let it sink low enough, and then trying to yank it back up, and trying to hook it onto it. Okay. But Avery is not a fisherman at all. <laughs> As you bob down with the line, your hand gets too close. No, 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 no. Oh, no. And one of these eel creatures latches onto your fingers. Ooh, and you yank back up, 
and you get whatever the symbol wire thing out, but you've also brought what looks to be perhaps a foot-long eel that has these terrifying glowing eyes coming off, and it's just gnawing on your fingers. Oh, oh no, gosh. we're going to have to call you Frodo. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead and take one harm. Okay. And you have an eel on your finger. Ew. Is it well? Uh... It's screaming. And... <laughs> Shoot! You hear that, princess? That's the sound of shrieking eel. <laughs> Very much the visual I'm going for. Yes. So I fling it. Will it fling off? It's latched tight. <sighs> okay. Needle teeth. Okay, we're pulling out the watchman's flashlight from my pocket, and I'm hammering it into its skull. <laughs> Let's go ahead and cut outside. <laughs> Gee, I hope they're doing okay in there. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. So, I don't know what we're going to do with this black goop thing. It was black, right? This goop stuff is weird. It smells gross, and I don't... You know what? I think it's time to run some experiments. Yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> so... This is a very Val the Science Gal. It's weird. It's gross. It stinks. Let's run experiments. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Should I... Poke it with a stick to see if it's alive first. Let's let's take it to the lab and if in case something, you know, we can at least contain the situation if it blows up in our faces. Literally. Sounds good. Okay. So we're gonna head to the van with this five gallon bucket thing of goop. You, there were two of them. Oh that's right. Uh are we taking both? Yeah, might as well. Okay. I'll grab one. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding the other, and I'm being careful to not, like, let it slosh over. It's not, like, incredibly full. It's maybe about half full. Okay. And is it, like, super thick that it would slosh over if we got a little crazy with it? Is it the consistency of fluid or mashed potatoes? <laughs> it is more, like, wet mud. Okay. okay. I got both of them, and I'll grab hers from her hand. And oh, okay. Say, It'll probably be easier if I just do it. True. I'll All right. follow you. Cool. And then while I'm analyzing that, I'll have Erie also look at these papers that I found on his boat. And yeah, so that's our plan. The question for you guys, where did you leave the van? Uh, was it at Mark's? It was at Mark's, yeah. Okay. Val was probably thinking that Avery and Hannah had driven the van to the bait and switch. Do you have the keys? Oh, you know what? I probably don't. So you know what? We're just going to do it here. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be fun. All right. Uh, I'm going to hand you the papers, and I'm going to also hand you my phone and just say, have Eerie scan these. Start looking for any information. Is it just like doing a QR code? Kind of, yeah. All right. And I pull up the necessary app, and like I enter in the different queries that I'm wanting Eerie to find, like mentions of the lurker or mentions of the lake and rising waters or something like Keywords that pertain to the mystery that we know about so far. And you are scanning the documents, correct? We're going to be scanning the documents. So while I am having Hannah help me with scanning the documents, because she has to literally flip the pages while holding up the phone as Eerie um, checking them, I'm going to be doing some like experimentation as best I can on the mud goop stuff. Okay, sounds good. Now, question for you. Okay. Where are you doing this? You're on, on the street or we, on the we docks? We're behind the bait and squ- Is there some sort of alleyway we can do this in? Yeah, I was not assuming that we were going to be near the bait and switch because we were starting to head towards where the van was. Mm-hmm. Upon realizing the van's not there, I think that we'll just find an alley okay. to do this. 
we don't want to be out in the open. We don't want people to be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's raining. <laughs> and it is raining. The, the lightning, you haven't heard it in a little bit. Okay, good. So Hannah is going to just find a little area that looks dry, maybe under a tree. I don't think we're going to find a tree in an alley. There are some overhangs from the nearby buildings that you're able to We'll get use out an of overhang. Them. That's fine. Okay. So she sits under an overhang. She just very calmly sits down, crosses her legs. She has a very serene smile on her face. And she's just, one by one, just click, set aside, click, set aside. Just very methodical and a little out of character. (laughs) Val is not going to be paying attention to this because she has her science brain going on this mud. Okay. I don't have my lab on me, so that's not going to help me with anything. So I think I'm just going to use, like, investigative mystery. Yeah, I think that's the appropriate move. Because I don't really have, like, anything particular to help me with this. You are looking for clues. I'm looking for clues. What this black goop does. Okay. How it could be dangerous, if it is dangerous. I'm looking forward to the black goop biting onto one of your fingers so we can have tandem (laughs) finger wiggling (laughs) moments. And if this were a TV show, uh, we would have a split screen where Val be screaming with this black goop hanging off her her finger and then Avery with the eel on her finger. Uh That'd be great. (laughs) That sounds very tempting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fail. Okay. Seven plus one. Eight. Nice. So you get one question on Investigator Mystery. Okay. I have to look up. Is an eight not a partial? It is. It's a partial success. Yes. Partial success. That's why I get one question and not two. Okay. What number do we get mixed on? Six and below is a fail. Seven through nine is mixed success. Ten plus is a success. So there's a chance for her finger to get bitten? Generally not. It is possible. (laughs) I do have other hold to use. (laughs) I'm going to say, what can it do? That's a good question. What can it do? You are scanning documents. (laughs) That was corn. Okay. (laughs) And how are you approaching it to analyze it? I think I would have a pair of, like, safety gloves. I mean, Val isn't really about safety when it comes to, like, protective eyewear, but she can deal with toxic substances and she knows that she needs to wear gloves sometimes so she'll put on the gloves and she will test a little bit like use a stick or something to scoop some up put it into the palm of her gloved hand and kind of test the consistency stretch it between her fingers to see what kind of elasticity it has maybe try to smear it against a wall to see if it has a reaction and maybe start mixing it with like various other elements like water or dirt on the ground or something to just kind of see what the different kind of reactions are to kind of get a glimpse of what properties it has to help determine what it can do. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I love all of that. Perfect. Uh, I think the things that you learn from this is that it is not a sticky gooey, Okay. but whatever it touches it smears on like it sticks to. So it doesn't seem more like paint? It does have that more paint feel to it. If I were to gently waft <laughs> the scent because <laughs> that's what you should do in, in science. Gently waft, never inhale. <laughs> does no. it smell like paint? No. Okay. does not smell like acrylic oils or anything like okay. that. 
it has that fishy, earthy, stinky smell. So like chum. Kind of. You, you see what looks like perhaps grit in there as well. Okay. Does it seem kind of like maybe squid ink or something like that? I think that it probably follows that kind of route. Yeah. Okay. So having these results from her tests, Vela's going to make the hypothesis that this came from the same creature that had attacked Hannah on the first day of our arrival here. Thine hypothesis is the good one. <laughs> Thank you. I can't say it's true because I have to prove it first. I think we have seen the thing that today that attacked you on the first day because it was the tentacle plant, right? And it was rising out of the water during the minion fight. Well, I don't think Val saw that because she was inside the boat cabin. Yeah, Val, Val distinctly missed that. Yeah. We don't communicate well. No. Nope. <laughs> if there's anything we can gather from these mysteries is that no, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we've been separated since that fight happened anyways. So I haven't had a chance to rendezvous with you guys to trade information. <laughs> so, Val is still in the dark. Speaking of those other guys, let's go ahead and cut back to the exciting times back in the <laughs> bait and switch. Yeah, that. Avery, you're slamming the flashlight down on it. Yep. Martin, what, you're, what are you doing in, during the middle of this? Martin looks up. It doesn't look like a natural creature. It's in an evil place. It probably has an evil aura. I would like to kick some butt on it. Yes. That's a um, 11. Nice. My kicking butt is a magic force, one harm, magical close, ignore armor. It's a natural attack. On a 10 plus, you get to choose an extra effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm, or you force them where you want them. Does it look like it could absorb more than one harm? possible. I'm going to bet it can't, and I'll do the defensive option of preventing Avery from taking one harm. Okay. What does that look like? It dies. Well, I mean, preferably. Does it wither? No, it just dies. It is wriggling and writhing and making this screeching, terrible noise. Avery, as you bring your watchman's flashlight down on top of it, it lets out a cry of... Just before you hit it, and then you hit it, and it splatters. Ew. Also, I just remembered I was wearing gloves while I was investigating. It bit through them. Dang it. I was hoping I could take away a harm. You get to keep your finger in the glove. <laughs> it's needle-sharp teeth. They didn't cut all the way through. The surgeon will be able to pick your finger out of the glove and reattach it if you bring it in quick enough. I'd like to pry my finger loose. You, you were able to remove the jaws of the squish splattered eel creature. So there you are. You were in the room. You have an open drawer of swarming eel things and the wire talisman, as you can see it on the floor now. It looks about amulet size, or locket size, rather. Okay. And it looks to be twisted in the shape of the lurker symbol. Martin, for free, you can see that this is emanating that that power that very, very similar to the symbol on the side of the building. And this is likely the source of a lot of the energy in this building. Martin, do you want this? We should destroy it. Okay, do you want to destroy it? Sure. Avery's not sure how to destroy it. Martin would like it to die. Um, Go ahead and roll use magic. Nine. So if you can see anything, the sections of it start to wink out as Martin ability causes sections to just fail and sputter out and lose their connection and lose their potency. He's not just killing it in a single blast. He's 
dissembling it. Yeah, exactly. It was made out of essentially were fishing hooks, which seemed to lend well to the curved U-shape, but as Martin's effect is taking place on it, the metal begins to, did you say, wink out? Well, the energy from the metal itself looks like it starts to crumble, to Mm, rust, to fall apart. And there was a glowing orb that seems suspended in the center of one of the rings, and that winks out and just vanishes. The room feels a bit nicer. Does my finger feel any better? Mm, Not really. Okay. But you feel better on the inside, maybe. You don't feel (laughs) as oppressed. Oh, okay. You know, I'll bet Val has lollipops for it. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Well, so we found that. There's a bunch of business paperwork, and then there's the laptop. Mm. Meanwhile, Avery is slowly becoming a minion (laughs) as the poison courses through her veins, through her finger. I'll be I was a wearing little gloves. upset. I'll be a little upset about <laughs> Don't that. Don't worry. If I notice it, we can kill it. Funny that you mention that. Oh, no. Avery, go ahead and roll plus weird. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to will this into existence. <laughs> Eight. Okay. You're good for now. Okay. Well, should we grab the laptop and take it to Val? I think Val's better at hacking it. What do we need to hack it for? Do we think there's more information on it? If it has information on this evil, then we should destroy it. Does the laptop radiate evil? It does have some evil aura around it. There's something on it. It's on. Kill it. But, like, <laughs> it's locked at the moment. Just like that he, like, closed it. Mm-hmm. So, two ways to go about this. I'm not sure which way to go. It's either to find out more information about it by taking it with us, or we just kill it. And I'm not sure which one's the better option, honestly. You can temporarily bring it with you so we can extract new information so that we know what further things will need to die because they're evil mm-hmm. and then destroy it after we've <laughs> obtained all of that information. Curiosity is the doorstep to heresy. <laughs> I mean, I'm also not there. This was just Ashlyn saying ways to help convince Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll let you think on that for a minute and we'll cut back outside. Hannah. Yeah. As you're working through the paper stack here, you recognize what you're looking at. Hmm. What is it? It looks very similar to that weird PDF that you downloaded. Huh. Hey, Val? Val is playing with the goop as she's like, yeah. Squish. Squish. (laughs) I don't think I need to do this anymore. I think this is just the PDF that we downloaded yesterday. Wait, what? Really? And she's going to pause playing with the mud scrape it back into the bucket (laughs) it still sticks to your gloves oh man and paints the bucket too okay good thing you're wearing gloves it is a good thing i'm wearing gloves so that's another notch on what i know it can do now permanently stains and you know what we're gonna take this as part of an experiment i'm gonna take off the glove throw it in the mud bucket thing and see if anything happens to it the glove starts to sink down into the mud bucket it stains further and further. Okay, cool. Didn't do anything unexpected. So going to then make my way over to Hannah and look over the pages and realize that it is the same. Hannah, I, I know that it's still the same PDF. Mm-hmm. Can you peruse to see if there are any like handwritten notes that Ian might have written on there maybe? Yeah. Are there any handwritten Go ahead and do investigate. Just roll plus sharp. And can I help out? 
Sure. Okay. Are Are you looking at it with her? Yeah, I'm gonna look at it okay. with her. I'm, yes. I'm done looking at the goop, so I hand you half the stack. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I'm gonna help out, and you are going to investigate mystery. Okay. So we're rolling sharp and cool. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I got a ten. Cool. So that gives you a plus one. Yeah, that only puts me at a six. Oh, jeez. Mm. Which would make sense for what's going on. Uh, yeah. Hannah, as she's looking through the papers, it's just, for some reason, the sound of the rain is just so calming and soothing, and her eyes begin to flutter asleep, and she's she's just content to be where she is. Yeah, you're so comfortable there. You're looking at the pages as you're as you're moving and reading. Yeah, it's like the perfect day. You've got a book in front of you, and it's raining outside. And this this book is just so helpful. It's it's yeah. it's here for you, and you hear a comforting voice. Oh, do I? Yeah. Trust in me. <laughs> just <laughs> in me. You hear the snake for the jungle book. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you. What is it that you want? What is it that you really want, Hannah? So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> <laughs> this voice sounds suspiciously like a Spice Girl. <laughs> Hearing her favorite Spice Girl in her head. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Ooh, hers would probably be... Oh, it'd probably be scary. So I say this, but I don't know the Spice Girl. <laughs> you hear it in Scary's voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Anna, I can help you. I'm here for you. All you need to tell me is what you want. What I really want. <laughs> Please tell me she's saying this out loud. What I want, what I really, really want is security. To be secure and bunches of bodyguards. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you with that. I can show you how to get security. Just, Just keep that in mind. Val, you hear her mumbling under her voice the lyrics to Spice Girls for some reason. <laughs> and her head is just just gently resting on the wall behind her, and she's got this gentle smile. Val's gonna wave her hand in front of Hannah's face. Hey, you good, Hannah? Hannah, did you find <sighs> are you are you okay? Did you also not get enough sleep last night? I mean, Avery's still running on like no sleep, but Oh, that's true. <laughs> are you good? Yeah, I just Today's a lovely day. And Val looks out at the rain and the ever-increasing shoreline that is <laughs> on the streets. And she's going to quirk her eyebrow and be like, are you sure? Yeah, it's... How many fingers am I holding up? Three. I am holding up three. Okay. You just... You seem really out of it. I just feel really good. I just... I haven't felt this way in a long time. Are you are you on drugs? <laughs> and I have to pause on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's prescription drugs, that's fine. But I just want to make sure, like, unless they're being abused. I mean, I was always taught in school, like, say no to drugs. Well, unless the uh, unless the pastries were laced, I think I no, I just think I'm okay. It kind of feels that way though, and she's remembering to a one of her very first parties in college where she went to the brownie pile and didn't realize that the brownies that were super small because they were special brownies <laughs> oh, and she no. ate way too many oh, oh no. no she learned her lesson but she had a good time 
gosh. <laughs> she remembered? <laughs> well. <laughs> Hannah, your gaze settles on the pages there in front of you mm-hmm. as you've been thinking about things. And you see there are diagrams in addition to text that's scrawled out. Because th- these are like scans of what appear to be like an old book. And there looks to be a circle there. There are instructions about it and around it, and it kind of clicks into focus for you. And you feel like, oh, this this would be something that I could use to protect myself. Hey, Val. Yeah, what's up? This looks like protection magic. What? How do you know magic? And I'm going to look at the paper. Great question. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I did share a room with Martin. Maybe he just kind of rubs off on you. I, One night. I have... <laughs> I have been on missions with Martin for, like, at least a year. Have you ever shared a room with him? Yes. Huh. And many, many days in the van. Martin <laughs> is canonically often an assistant in the lab because that is true. it keeps him out of trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so am, I'm looking at the page. Do I see the same thing that Hannah is seeing? You see what looks like some weird kind of diagram things, and it, it looks circular. There are some pointers to it and this scrawling text but it's really hard to read you're not quite getting that understanding from it it looks very technical it looks like technical drawings in a different language or something like that you hear the click of a phone camera and hear hannah put her phone away as i took a picture of that one page hey y'all it's corin i want to give a shout out to our followers on twitter ttrpg underscore library the House of Nerd 2, and Red Dirt D&D. Want to get a shout-out from a cast member of Power Word Crit? Just do one of the following. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Tweet about the show using the hashtag Power Word Crit. Share a post from our Facebook page and include the hashtag Power Word Crit. Or tell us how you share this podcast with someone by sending an email to powerwordcrit at gmail.com. And we'll give you a personal shout-out in our next episode. Thanks. Now back to the show. So, Martin... Yes. We've had a tense situation here, but I understand you've got a project you're working on, right? Yes. Martins doesn't normally kill things that are not um, sickly and close to death. And his powers are not as uh, vigorous as they once were, perhaps. So Ian is taking his time to die. But Martin's working on it. Mm-hmm. And in between, you know, killing off random evil eels. That's what he's doing. Okay. Your ability was doing one harm before we decided, right? Like, yeah, it always yeah. does one harm. Yeah. If you are intending to do so, you can mark another harm on Ian here. Yes. You have an inherent knowledge about how close someone is, and you feel that it's probably only going to take one more go. Good. This is a good thing. Avery, you have a stinging pain on your finger at the moment. You've got a laptop in front of you. There's some papers. There's that drawer of writhing eels. What's your plan now? I do believe in a lot of information, but I turn to Martin. Do you know how we can get rid of the lurker? You're always overcomplicating things. You don't think we need it? The laptop? Yeah. Frequently, there are banishment rituals and things like that that are effective. I would like to see if Martin knows any that are prescribed for the uh, sealing away of demons. Let me look at your dark past move here real quick, but that feels right. Trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand. Roll plus weird. 
On a 10 plus, ask the keeper two questions from the list below. On a 9 to 7, ask. Yeah, I think Dark Past would work. Yeah, because yeah, one of those questions could be what magic do I know that could help here? So that's frustratingly high. <laughs> um, 10. Okay. So I would like to ask when I dealt with this creature or one of its kind previously, what did I learn? I think that you're on the right track that using a banishment ritual or circle for things that is something either used or seen used before to get rid of powerful creatures such as demons this seems very demonic in all of the uh, aspects that you've seen Mm -hmm. so that seems something that might be useful Avery Martin has been silent for a little bit. You probably just assume that he being Martin has, you know, just gone back to doing whatever he's doing. And then he speaks up and says, I do know some rituals which would be effective at sealing away a demon. Okay, cool. I would like to go ahead and drop the laptop on the ground and step on it. Hard. Yeah. It goes crunch. The screen just snaps. Step on it a couple more times just to be sure. Yeah. Is the evil aura gone? The power is certainly dead. Martin can see lingering effects. You would like the lingering effects to go out. Okay, so you're directing it at the laptop. Yes, Martin kind of looks at the broken pieces that still have lingering effects and begins snuffing them out with his power. Okay. Yeah, I think you're fine on that, and it'll take just a little bit of time for you to do so when you focus on it. And I think that you get an experience for this, as Avery has acted on your instructions. Excellent. Destroy evil auras. Mm-hmm. As much as it pained her to lose information, some information's just evil. Yeah. Anna and Val, you've done some science, some research? <laughs> Questionable, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Learning all kinds of things over here, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. I think Hannah's learning a lot about herself. <laughs> oh, no. How long do you guys spend on this before you move on? We did say that we were going to meet back with everybody within an hour. Yes, we did. I will say after about hmm, 30 minutes of this, we'll start heading to the van back near uh, Mark's boat rental shop. Okay. Are we taking the containers? The goop. Mm. Um... You know, I think it's going to be the best way for us to dispose of, honestly. Okay. I I don't know if there's anything evil about it necessarily. Maybe Martin can sense that out with his weird ability. Um, But I definitely don't want it just hanging around out here. And I I have a disposal in my lab (laughs) for, like, toxic materials. Maybe that can help it. I don't know. It'd be hilarious if it turned out it wasn't evil at all. It's just perfectly ordinary <laughs> chum or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's not just regular chum. <laughs> yeah. it, it did not come off my gloves. Hannah stands and stretches as if she woke up from a really nice nap. Picks up the papers, hands them over to Val, picks up the two containers and just starts walking towards the van. Be careful that you don't touch the stuff. It could stain your fingers. Okay. Oh, as one thing that I failed to remind, as part of the documents, is there was also a map. Oh. And, and I feel like you would have noticed that and spent time with it as well. Okay, So I'll yes. give this to you for free. Is cool. it, this is a map of the area. You recognize it from the map that was in the old COD. This seems to be an updated one as opposed to like a 
tourist historical one. Right, right, right. This seems to have currents and things as well, but it has a couple marks on it at various points around the lake. There appear to be four marks in kind of cardinal directions. Okay. Are they around the perimeter of the lake or like they in are. the lake? Does... Uh, there are some dots, some marks in the lake itself. In a somewhat circular pattern, there's about five of those. Is one of those marks where we saw the sign? I'm not super familiar with this area, but kind of look around and kind of gauge things. and like, okay, that, here's a marker there. Here's the bait and switch. That seems to match up with one of the marks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, technically, Val and Hannah don't know that there was a mark behind the bait and switch that Martin ended up destroying, right? I don't think we've communicated well. No, Not yet. Because yeah, we, we haven't met up together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we did see the sign in like the second or third episode. So we we saw a sign. a sign on our way to the old cod in the third episode. Yeah. So for your character information, the mark on this seems to line up with where you are currently. Would you try and decipher where the other marks are? I think I'm going to save that for when we get back to the van. And if Avery and Martin aren't back yet, then I will use the time in the van waiting for them to kind of pinpoint all the other marks on the map where they would correspond with if they match any areas that we've already been to. Okay. We, uh, Hannah's just walking along with the two buckets in her hand and just looking around at the rain and just smile on her face and kind of humming a tune to herself. Bella's very weirded out by this because Hannah has not acted this way ever since the day we met. It's been like three days at least. It's been one day. No. Since the day we met. Wait. We haven't defined how long it takes it's to true. get from headquarters here. <laughs> it's kind of wibbly and weird. Yeah, that's true. And we're going to leave it there. Yeah. There, there been, are road trips. It's been at more than 24 hours. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's been 25 hours. Day two of the mystery. This is true. Yes, and we will leave it there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting my days mixed up now because... We are seven episodes in <laughs> yes. and only in the second day. So. <laughs> it might Crazy. be easier to track it's it in people that Martin has saved from a fate worse oh, than Oh, no. Death. Are you kidding? This is why we're the best team. We get things done quick. Yeah. Not episode quick, but day quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure the Beast of Beacon Rock was a day. Like, not even. It was like, <laughs> I think it was hours. Four hours. Yeah, it was only a couple. Anyways, back at the bait and switch. Is there anything else you guys want to do in here? Martin's back on course with Ian. As you give this last effort, an extension of your powers, you feel his life ebb and release. Martin doesn't smile much, but if he did, he might have smiled here, but he didn't. I'm not particularly concerned about Ian. Honestly, like, my finger hurts. I need to get it seen. I need Martin to look at it and make sure I'm not contaminated. The eels in there were just weird. It's throbbing a bit. Kind of numb. Martin, I think I need to get back to the van. I need to, my finger's hurting really bad. Okay. And off we go. I'm fine to go ahead and cut to the van. Yes. Ba-da-da-da-da. You all arrive at the van. Ba-da-da-da. Val, can you look at my finger for me? Whoa, what happened? I take off the glove. How bad does it look? Is it like turning purple or something? Yeah, oh. it, it's purple. It's okay, yeah, let's oh, take oh, care no. of that. Martin, is it contaminated? Am I going to go evil? Am oh. I going to turn into a giant eel? That kind of contaminated. 
Martin will... Uh, Any contaminated... Martin was thinking that you wanted his medical opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that is maybe a little part of his official job. He's science, no one would actually right ask science. him for it, but yeah. at the same time, it is technically part of his job. Mm. Yeah, Seven was the one who was the medic. Yeah, that's right. So Martin will go ahead and examine it using the sight. There are some slight wispy tendrils that have wrapped around Avery's finger. There might be parasites. Kill it, kill it, kill it! <laughs> Can you concentrate your powers and not kill Avery? <laughs> is that something that I could do, or was this so fine-tuned that I might need to do a uh, magic ritual or something? It might require more of a ritual, because you don't feel life there. It doesn't seem that there are actual creatures, but certainly an influence. So Martin is actually going to think about this and say... It could be tainted material left over from the bite. He's going to look over at Val. It's possible that if you cleaned the wound, it might get rid of them. And that might be healthier than anything that I would attempt on it. Well, we can definitely try. Avery, uh, sit on the stool for me, please. I sit down. I hold my finger out. <laughs> I am going to locate a new pair of gloves and put them on and attempt using my surgical room aspect of my lab to attempt to heal some of her wounds, her harms, and see if that takes care of the funny business going on. So can I just say I have a terrible mental image here? Oh, no. I know, of course, that you mean surgical gloves and you have a fully stocked van. Mm -hmm. However, for just a brief moment, my mind was like, this is Seven's van. It's full of costumes. Uh-huh. And so I imagined, like, you reaching over for a pair of gloves and, like, maybe it's a pair of Mickey Mouse gloves. <laughs> you just have to reach past all those. Or it's like it's a pair of Dr. Frankenstein large latex gloves. Oh, yeah. All gloves go in the glove department. Glove compartment. compartment. <laughs> the glove, the glove de department. Honestly, it's a department at this point. <laughs> you just pull the drawer out. And then pull the drawer out. And then pull the drawer out. <laughs> <laughs> the drawer has a little label maker uh, post on it that says the glove department. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to make log of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's canon. So I go into the glove department, <laughs> grab some more gloves, and I am going to look at Avery's finger and see what I can do to fix it up. Okay. And we established that when you do first aid using your... So I can heal up to two harm pretty easily. Anything longer than that would take like a day or so. It was like you can either do at one time, so using your resources. Right. You can either heal one to two harm quickly right. or three to four harm, but it takes time. Right, exactly. So which way are you going about it? So how hurt does this finger look? Does it look like it needs time for healing or does it look like whether it requires stitches or something and like some antiseptic, something that would be fast or... So the wound itself seems fairly superficial. Okay. But there's something else weird going on here that may need 
either some really intense treatment or something else. We've got time. We're not meeting Mark until five. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take as much time as I need to until that point to see what I need to do about fixing her finger and figuring out what this weird thing that's going on. And pull Martin in if needed. And Martin is definitely there. He's my assistant in all things in my lab. I will bring up the fact that he's managed to kill several evil-looking auras already, including a sign in the back of the bait-and-switch. And if possible, I would like to, while I'm working on her finger, like, have the exchange of information of, like, what we have both found. That way, maybe in the back of her mind, Val can make the connection of, oh, there is a symbol on the back of the bait-and-switch, mm-hmm. and there was that symbol on the map, and... They were talking about it used some like kind of weird black ink thing. Maybe that's the mud goop that we found and start making these connections. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay. Multitasking because got to do it. And I think Martin's help is necessary if you're going to be able to assist. Martin, there is something magical. There is a power at work on her and it is going to get worse. Kill it, kill it. Martin looks over and says, I think you might describe it as being cursed. Can you kill a curse? Yeah. Kill it. (laughs) Almost everything dies. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Avery has never been more happy to hear that than right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now I am looking up real quickly here. Where is my magic thing? Is it use magic? The use magic is inflict harm, enchant a weapon, do a thing that is beyond human limitations. Bar a place of portal to a specific person or type of creature. Trap a per- specific person in your monster. Ooh, I can banish a spirit or curse from a person, object, or place it inhabits. Do it, do it. That's under use magic. So, Martin is going to see if he has all the materials. We are in Seven's van. Who knows what's in here? Yeah, what kind of materials might you need for this? I think that Martin's magic is odd mm-hmm. to look at. And it would be odd if you understood magic or if you didn't understand magic because Martin is not a witch by any traditional measure. His magic comes from somewhere else and as a result, it looks really hodgepodge and his ability to determine and discern items that would be of significance and value can sometimes pick out things that other people would be like, really? And so in this case... I think that Martin is going to grab some random objects from here and there in Seven's van, and he's going to make a little circle, and he's going to, you know, close the circle with a ring that he's going to put on Avery's finger, you know, and it's a little tight. It's probably cutting off a little bit of blood circulation for the time, but it's not going to stay on forever. Okay. You know, then he's going to start doing his wards, And he ends up finding one of Seven's uh, old yellow raincoat, and he's going to snip some pieces off of it to make some lines to make the ward bits. (laughs) Oh, no. Do you find a tattoo gun? Are you going to tattoo a ward under her finger? Oh, no. That'd be funny. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to see if it requires further preventative Yeah, I mean, if this goes badly, you may have to try something else. So you've got kind of this scattering of random material from the lab and little strips of yellow raincoat and things like that that are in there. And Martin doesn't explain anything. 
And then Martin has this sort of circle, and it is not actually a pentagram. It's kind of a swirly design of some other sort, apparently. He's going to do magic. And he doesn't say any words, he just looks at it. In classic Martin fashion. He stares at it until it obeys. Oh no. <laughs> um, let's see, so this is weird, mm-hmm. so that's a 10. Perfect. It works without issues. Like the third 10 I rolled today. <laughs> yeah, you roll very well, especially when you're doing good stuff. I guess yes. these are good Martin dice. <laughs> you should change them up if you want experience. They're good weird dice. I think that for Avery's sake, it's a good thing. He's <laughs> I will take this. It works without issue. Choose your effect. Okay. Yeah. So my effect was... Inflict one harm. (laughs) (laughs) The finger's just gone. (laughs) Well, I banished it, technically. Oh, Oh, that would be a great glitch. (laughs) (laughs) Keep that in mind. Oh, no. You still have one hold against me. It's a good thing I'm not the one rolling. (laughs) All right, so I banish it. Yeah, and it works. The... Purple inflammation is starting to swell up your finger, and it's getting really nasty and just gross, and it's numb and hard. It begins to, about the end of Avery's finger, it moves from the top of the finger, from from the knuckle down all the way to the tip, and then comes out. It goes like sweat from your pores, and there is a gas there for a moment that Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Val. <gasps> as soon as I see that's cleared up, I do the necessary first aid to patch up the superficial wounds. Perfect. Can I get patched up for getting hit by the door as well? Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can take care of that. Okay, good. Was that one harm each? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can heal you for two harm. Yay! I'm healed! <laughs> do I have any harm? Let me check. Since we're getting I think you took harm, one from the I door. I do have harm. Well, we probably have time still. <laughs> if we have time. I'm going to say that we are approaching about two o'clock at this point. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to like speed time along too far. No, you're but fine. With the various exchanges, you guys have taken a little bit of time to decompress a bit and do some research and things. What else do you guys want to do? Hannah, are you doing okay? Yeah. Are you still like... She's been like that ever since <laughs> we left Ian's boat. It's just very quiet, don't you think? Is there still thunder outside? No. Okay. I mentioned that it was getting quieter. The lightning seemed to be tapering off. And the rain does start to lessen. What did you guys find in there? We found a physical copy of that PDF from the Reddit post from Starwatcher72. Where's it at? Uh, I hold it out. (laughs) Martin? I assume it's in like a a plastic bag that you had with you or something like that. Yeah. Martin, does it have an evil aura? It's depicting knowledge of evil things inherently. Do I need to destroy it? Now, I will say, Hannah seemed very fixated on this one page, and I'm going Mm -hmm. to cautiously open it and Mm -hmm. locate that one page. You're having a really hard time finding it. (sighs) I swear (laughs) it was in here. So, as I said earlier, this PDF depicts certain demonic runes, rituals, and other things, and... It's probably not something humans should have. Okay. But, I mean, I don't think it's infected the computer itself, unlike in the previous case. Okay. Man, why can't I find this page? 
Can you do a once-over on everyone now that I know that we can be infected by this evil? Is everyone okay? Sure. Anyone look weird? Does Hannah just look groovy? 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 Groovy. Yeah. Oh, I heard groovy. I was groovy. just like, groovy? I don't know that word. <laughs> groovy. Groofy. She, groofy. she looks Gro- Groovy and goofy. Mm. <laughs> Corn, I'll let you describe Hannah's aura. That's how she's feeling at the moment. On the ride over, you notice that her aura reached out a little bit further than most people's. Hers is very close to her. It's still fairly bright, but it just looks a lot more calm and peaceful and much closer to her. Martin noticed that her anxiety ran off last time. Oh, that's is right. Is still gone? Remember the pee incident? The uh, spiritual pee is not there. So Martin looks over at her. Well, her anxiety is still missing. Maybe that's what we're seeing. Anna, are you normally anxious? I guess so. Is it weird that you're not anxious right now? Hmm. Yeah. I. Like I said, I feel just really calm, really secure. It's a beautiful day. It's like a perfect day to to pick up a book and... She threw it at Ian. It hasn't come back yet. It's very quiet. Everything has been very quiet since the pier. She hmm. threw it at Ian. What do you mean she threw it at Ian? She threw her anxiety at Ian? Yes. What? Martin's going to go over and start cleaning something in the lab. Martin, can you explain that? Like, what happened? I was on the boat. I didn't see anything that happened. I just did. What did you do to Ian, Hannah? How did she do anything to Ian? She was all the way by the dock where I was. So? I don't know. I just told him to stop and everything just calmed down. Everything calmed down for you? No, he stopped as well. So He I did. Guess... He just completely stopped oh. and went unconscious. Martin says he didn't do it. So, Hannah, what did the park service tell you when they hired you? You notice that within the past three or four seconds, her head's to the side and she's softly snoring. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I think we probably need to get her to see an expert at the park service or maybe get in contact with one of the therapists there. I'm not sure if we can do anything about it now. I am not a therapist and I am very much out of my depth. <laughs> Avery the therapist. Aww. Avery, uh, yeah. Uh, the best I'm I can sure do a- is... Avery is like an anti-therapist. Yes. Yeah, I can probably get your stress coming back real quick. Well, you mentioned that you found a map. It looks like one of the spots lines up with the symbol that we killed outside of Ian's shop. Yeah, so if that's the case, I wonder if that first symbol we saw on our way to the old cod yesterday, is that on this map here? And I'm going to see if that's marked on the map where we first saw the symbol of the lurker. Or if that was just a one-off. So that was on the road into town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see anything uh, in that area. Okay. You do see one in kind of the residential area around where Ruth's house is. Mm. So maybe these are entry points. Maybe we need to destroy these things. I think we need to do that before we go to Goose Egg Island. So there are four symbols. There is one to the north, and that hits about on the bait and switch. One to the west near the old cod, one to the south in the residential area near Ruth's house, and one to the east near the dam. This is a reservoir. Mm-hmm. Well, let's maybe spend the next two and a half hours and go take care of these symbols, and then we can come back to Mark's shop and take the boat out to Goose Egg Island. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, now that I know what this map is showing, and after what you told me about what was on Ian's shop in the back... I think this is going to be more pressing. With that, I think that we are going to go ahead and end the episode. 
Ah. <laughs> also, I am sorry that we keep saying we're going to go to Goose Egg Island and we keep getting sidetracked by okay. things. I'm sure it's fine that you're not going there at all yet. <laughs> it's not nighttime. They don't have time to do anything. They don't have time to uh, meet up and realize that Ian is not there to lead the meeting. <laughs> Ian seems to be the ringleader. He's dead. Normally, when you have ritual points that you've set up in possibly a pentagram shape or other shape, as Martin has just displayed recently, mm -hmm. it helps if they're all there. And weird or nothing often happens if you don't have all the points there. And we've just blown one up. So it may not even be necessary to get rid of them all. Like, clearly the lurker is still active and doing whatever, but it may be that we've already broken whatever this ritual was going to be. Yeah, but we don't know that, and just because we destroy one point doesn't necessarily mean that it might stop it. It may, like, make it a hiccup, but maybe we increase mm -hmm. our chances the more that we destroy. If this is anything like Lovecraftian, if you screw up, bad things happen if you, if mm -hmm. something is wrong with the circle. Not necessarily that it stops, it just... Oops. So. Anyways, let's mm -hmm. do our end of session move. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Those are all wonderful theories. Because mm -hmm. Andrew furiously <laughs> scribbles stuff down. That's why we record this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're doing end of session experience. Did we conclude the current mystery? No. no. Did you save someone from certain death or worse? We may have saved Ian from a fate worse than death. What do you guys think? I want to say yes, because I really, really want one more experience. That's the <laughs> wrong reason. You're I mean, help on that. So I'm fine with saying yes, because I do agree that Ian may have had a fate worse than death if he had been fully consumed by the presence of the lurker. Maybe we have at least saved his soul? To a degree. It released. From getting worse, maybe. We get the point. We get the one point. <laughs> we're saying yes so yes I agree I like how the group is slowly sliding down to Martin's level <laughs> did we learn something new and important about the world evil eels um, <laughs> there are evil eels here evil eels maybe sentient seaweed thing is that something about the world or is that about this monster specifically I would like to include that as did we learn something new and important about the monster that would make a lot of sense. It can infect and make mutant creatures. Right. It taints the environment. Yes. So that means don't fall off the boat is what I'm learning from this. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, I we already know what happens. We found that out on day one. True, but uh, yeah. The shrieking eel. <laughs> <laughs> I think we knew the PDF had like mystical powers, mm -hmm. but I think we did learn that those mystical powers can bring forth things and hide things depending on <gasps> That's what's happening. That's true. We've never seen things be hidden before, and this time, right. whatever it was, was actively avoiding Val. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, kind of, except last time when Hannah was looking at her tablet, she was seeing the symbols going strange, but no one else could see it. Like, is that not the same thing? And we knew that this was magic oriented but we understand that it could just hey you want this and then pulls it back which means that this book whatever it is it's just a conduit yeah so like that's probably okay. how Ian found this information All right yeah 
and I think it may give lie or give suggestion to something else, because as Martin noted the very first time we encountered it, yeah, these are demonic rooms. Like, he didn't necessarily see anything hyper-evil besides the fact that, yeah, these are demonic runes. And that still seems to be the case. But these runes can be used for all sorts of things. Ian pulled the lurker. We don't know necessarily what Hannah is going to pull from the magician's hat. It may not be a fish next time. Or it may not be a demon. Like, the book itself could be a demon. Unless it is actively hiding something, then Martin probably would have noticed it. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that it doesn't need to be an actual creature. It only needs to act through the runes and your familiarity with them, them impressing themselves upon your mind to create a conduit in your malleable human brain. Mm -hmm. Let's leave that there for a minute. <laughs> um, I, I love that discussion. We're Very good stuff. I love it. Um, <laughs> and we'll say a definite yes to did we learn something new and important about the world or the monster? Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Apparently Hannah partied in college. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that you guys are developing your past, that's going to hit a yes on this move. Sounds like we got three yeses, Hooray. which is... Two experience points. And I want to check, has it been established that Martin has previous familiarity with these things before? That is certainly applicable here. Do you all ended up with two experience points? Yes. Does that and push anybody up? up? Cool. Nice. nice. Avery leveled up too. You, you leveled up last time, I think. I did. I rolled a lot of fails. Did you level up again? Yes. All right, because I haven't leveled up through the rest of this mystery. Yeah, you're catching so. up a little bit. All right, and that's where we're going to end it for today. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Ashlyn here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site.